The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, my name is Tyson from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing Google Search Console API and Python. Joining me in this session is Steve Toth, who's an independent SEO consultant who mainly works with B2B SaaS companies, offering a bespoke services model with high attention to detail and personalized services. Today, in my conversation with Steve, we're going to be diving a bit deeper into why users should be diving into Search Console via API and using Python to automate some of the things that we're using from that. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t all right here's my conversation with steve toth independent seo consultant steve welcome to the podcast thanks so much for having me tyson glad to be here yeah so first time having you on the podcast and love the subject that you kind of brought up on search console and api usage and i feel like search console is obviously one of our all go-to spots for data and information from it but obviously the interface and there's so many limitations behind it. So maybe to set the stage for the listeners out there, could you walk us through kind of the advantages of accessing some of the information in the Search Console outside of just the interface and using the API? Sure thing. So I focus on the organic search data, like the uh, what you see in the performance report. 
and um, the keywords that you can see that each page is ranking for. And uh, there really is a gold mine of information in there, especially if you have a mature site, you will just see like tons and tons of data in there that, you know, you can use to re-optimize your content with keywords that, you know, may not be mentioned on the page. You can come up with new supporting topics. You can search specific regular expressions to show only question-based keywords. You can set look at only long-tail keywords. There's just so much that you can do within Search Console manually. And to take that to the next level and really scale it across your website, I'd highly recommend uh, working with a Python developer who is able to learn the Search Console API and really start pulling that data for you on mass. And that's a that's a great point because I think talking to a lot of SEOs, you have this mixed level of familiarity or experience in making API request calls. And I think because of that, you have some SEOs that are maybe have shied away from accessing data through this source. And so I love that you kind of bring up too that even if you aren't an expertise in that area, that there's still ways that you can work with others to then gain access to that information. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so for myself, like I'm not a Python coder at all, right? Like I just know what it can do. I know the various APIs and their capabilities. And it's really about you as an SEO person or consultant or, you know, whatever your role is to really come up with the recipe, right? That's where the value is. And, you know, to be honest, like coding and like, you know, especially something like Python, which is relatively easy to learn compared to other coding languages, is uh, really commoditized by now. I mean, you can go on websites like Upwork, Fiverr and hire Python developers to basically code the scripts that you come up with, right? So for me, that's been hugely valuable. And I have somebody on my team part-time, 20 hours per week, who just works on improving the scripts that we already have, integrating whatever APIs are at our disposal. And uh, it's really up to me to come up with the work. But in terms of actually going ahead and, and doing it, that's all done by someone else for me. And for someone that's new to using an API or hasn't pulled data from Search Console using the API, what would be the areas that the SEO should focus in kind of like learning or understanding what they want to be extracting from it? Is just familiarity with the variety of API calls like a good starting point? Definitely. So Anything that you um, are able to query, like any sort of parameter that you're able to put on your queries filter on in Google Search Console, you can pull through the API. They made that. Um, they made all the regular expression stuff able to pull through the API. So one of the, you know, I work with a site that was getting millions of clicks per month, and uh, we pulled every question from every page on the the website, and we ended up maxing out our limit at 50,000 questions as the keywords that we pulled from the Search Console database. So pretty much anything that you can filter in GSC is something that you can pull. Excellent. And you mentioned the 50,000 row limit to it. And I think this is something that comes up a lot in conversations around Search Console, where it's this long kind of debate of how much data is Google passing to us, how much data is missing. 
There was, I believe, within the last six months or so, a study that Ahrefs had put out on missing data in Search Console. With that, like, can you kind of break down where some limits might be as far as whether you're using the API or accessing it through Search Console? Like, what things should we be aware of as users of where the limits kind of are? Yeah, like the Ahrefs thing is interesting. I didn't love, you know, I use Ahrefs. I love that tool. They actually sponsor SEO Notebook, which is my newsletter. But I don't love like the sort of conclusions that a lot of people drew from that uh, from that study in that Search Console data is less valuable than you thought. It's very valuable if you actually look at it, right? If you're pulling all the long tail keywords for a site that's doing super well, like you will see there's there's a ton of um, data in there. But I would say in terms of limitations, it really comes down to the amount of time that you have to go through the data because there is so much of it. So that's a bit of a you know curveball answer to your question. But I've recently been, I actually had a big breakthrough in one of the scripts that I used that saved me a ton of time for kind of finding the gold nuggets within keywords that a page is ranking for versus like having to sift through it manually. So I would say like you're really only limited by the time that you have to action that data because it can become pretty overwhelming. That's a great point. And I think two to the piece is you can debate as far as like how much is being withheld from it. But I agree with you to the point that there is a breadth and a volume of data. And regardless of which source you're looking at, if you're looking at a ring tracking tool like Ahrefs, SEMrush, search metrics, doesn't matter. You're going to have a bias of what keywords are in the database already or which keywords you're thinking of including in a project. So we're sure with Search Console, you could have some similar bias, but the breadth and the volume of data is certainly a lot can be done with it. And I think just understanding those limits then can allow you to keep that in perspective and then how you're utilizing it. I think another kind of tip or something that I have seen and I've, I've talked with other SEOs about too is creating like different sub properties for portions of the site within Search Console. So then you're kind of keeping around that 50,000 row limit. But regardless, I think it is a huge, huge tool and a like huge advantage to be leveraging that tool into our workflows. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. What other kind of takeaways or next steps would you recommend for users or SEOs out there that, again, are just getting into the space? They maybe are either pulling the data themselves or working with someone else to gather the data. What kind of next steps or action items do you recommend implementing from this? Well, knowing which APIs you can leverage are going to be extremely useful. So um, some of the scripts that I work with, they use the GSC API, obviously. We incorporate Keywords Everywhere um, API into that to get like the cost per click and the volume of each keyword in there. We actually also incorporate the Google Natural Language API. When we are checking to see whether a keyword is contained on the page or not, we actually convert it to a stem so that things like if a plural exists or an ing exists, those keywords are actually marked as the same. So we're basically able to see out of all the keywords that we have, which ones are the truly unique keywords that we're not mentioning on the page. And um, we're able to basically surface that by not searching the entire query string, but searching each individual word of the keyword on the page and converting it to a stem to see which one is truly unique. So um, our reports uh, that can be purchased at gscore.io will basically do this for your entire site. And if you don't want to code it yourself, you can order a report and it will show you all the unique topics that um, every page is ranking for. It'll show you the CPC data and all that kind of stuff and really give you a extremely valuable spreadsheet to basically optimize every page on your site that gets organic search traffic. And uh, so, yeah, that goes back to, you know, knowing what APIs to use. Your Python developer will know all the things like the different libraries they'll have to access. If your job is basically to know the API's capabilities and uh, how to stitch all that together to create actionable reports for you, actionable exports for you. And then, yeah, just being having a workflow to implement everything uh, is very important. And like I said, your Python developer will probably need some research time if uh, he or she is going to be working with new APIs and stuff like that. And you're just going to have to kind of accommodate their learning. But once they are well-versed in aspects of the API, all the different pull requests and stuff like that, they will be an invaluable asset to you. Excellent. And with the reports that you're offering on gscore.io, you mentioned one of them. Are there other reports that are available for users? That's the main one. And that's the one that is really like the big breakthrough for me. I had actually developed a WordPress plugin. It totally works. It will be given away at some point. But what I quickly realized was that like my imagination was much greater than working within the confines of a software tool and working with, you know, directly with a Python developer and incorporating these different APIs, making tweaks after we look at the output and stuff like that. It's really much more conducive to working with my sort of the different inspiration that I have from week to week. So um, that's why I've decided to uh, make G-Score into a report-based tool per se versus a tool that you use and host on your own WordPress instance. 
that's something that I've ran into myself quite a bit and not necessarily just within the search console conversation, but I feel like any of the the tools or interfaces, it can catch maybe a majority of the functionality that you want. And for, for having something that's quick and, hey, I just want to look up this thing on demand. But a lot of the in-depth analysis that goes on, especially at like the enterprise level, seems like you always find yourself back in CSV and Excel files and more of that manipulation through it that you're not going to have the exact same workflow every single time or it's really going to push you in the direction of data manipulation and analysis that may not come out of the box with any one tool. And so I think that kind of pulls us back around into the framing of this conversation where rather than using just the information within GSE in the GSE interface, using the API to extract it out and then potentially combining different types of Python scripts to then do further analysis or to further integrate other data sets is a huge value add. Give me a really quick tangible example of like the difference between working with a software and working with Python is like, so on the reports that you see for you know, which keywords are ranking for a page, there's going to be an average position, right? But the, that data is not super reliable because it doesn't tell you where the keyword is ranking on the day that you pulled it. It's an average of whatever time span you're pulling it. So if you're pulling it for a 16-month maximum time window in Search Console, that average position is going to be pretty much useless because it could be ranking great, it could be ranking awful. It's just an average of that. So it's hard to tell, for example, which keywords are within striking distance for you. Now, the thing that I'm working on right now actively with one of my scripts is to get a more accurate position tracking, right? So actually exporting the data from Search Console, then having an API check to see where the site is ranking for each of those keywords. Now, if I had to do that in software... I've just added a major complication because I've now got to figure out a way to bill my customers for the added API costs that I'm going to have to do for tracking that accurate position. Whereas like if I'm doing this in scripts, like I may have to pass on that cost a little bit, but I can just adjust that because the reports are sort of an ad hoc basis. And I don't have to worry about like coding in a whole separate thing on incorporating new average position data. I can just like tell the developer to do that. And, you know, in a few days that'll be done versus probably months with software. That's a great illustration and point. Before we kind of close out this topic and this episode for the day, any, any last uh, remarks that you'd want to push on to the listeners? No, just, you know, really um, don't neglect your search console data. I've talked about it. I know that Kevin Indig talks about it a lot. There's so many new topics, new synonyms, keywords that are ranking mid page two, bottom of page one, where by virtue of simply adding these keywords to your content, you will see average position jumps right away, right? It's just, it's a no brainer, right? You're not mentioning something that's closely related to your topic. You start mentioning it, you start to rank better, right? Like it's kind of like a a no brainer. So it's really about just being able to access these keywords very quickly in terms of which ones to add. My G-Score reports do exactly this. I'm just beginning to sort of talk about them now. This is something that I've been using in my own practice for you know, over a year, but I'm starting to kind of bring them to market. They're 
super actionable. If you have a site that's getting organic traffic, you'll see a wealth of data in there. Absolutely. And yeah, shout out to Kevin, friend of the podcast. But I think the underlining message, whether it's through your reports on gscore.io or the broader topic of leveraging uh, Search Console data through the API, I think it really gets down to the question of scale. And sure, you can make these identifications one-off on your own in the interface, but to really increase the velocity and scale of this, unlocking it with the API is going to be key. All right, so that wraps up uh, this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Steve Toth, independent SEO consultant and founder of gscore.io and the SEO Notebook. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Steve and I are going to be discussing keyword verticalization. And if you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Steve, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is SEO underscore notebook, or visit his company websites at gscore.io or seonotebook.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.